On episode 342 of Nintendo Switchcraft, there's a blue shell coming for your wallet. It's not just Marvel coming to the Switch. EA still doesn't get it. The Nintendo download and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. brought to you three days a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash run jump stomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Who Takes All My Names? Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar by joining the Patreon over at patreon.com slash run jump stomp and You can leave a bumper for the show. This is something that I'll play before or after the show. It could be a question. It can be just your thoughts on Nintendo in general. Whatever it is that you want. It's super easy to do. Call and leave a voicemail by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device. And I'll play it on the show. You hear that breaking sound just then? That breaking sound was the sound of my hopes and dreams for Mario Kart Tour. Mario Kart Tour is, if for, for those of you who are un, um, unfamiliar, it is a game from Nintendo. Well, actually, it's from DNA, but we'll talk about that in a second. It, for your device, your mobile device, your phone, your iPad, your tablet, your whatever. And... Uh, right now, it it recently started its beta test uh, for Android stuff. And it's very important that they do a beta test for Android stuff. The reason being, there's so many different Android devices. You need to see how it's going to run on those devices. And also, it'll allow Nintendo to fine-tune the... Um, you know, like the, 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 the requirements, like, oh, we don't want it running on these phones. We want it running on these because this is a bad experience. But based on what I've heard about the beta test and I have not tested it myself. So I am unable to break NDA on this because all I have are Apple devices. I don't have an Android device. Oh, I wonder if I could have done it, done it on my Chromebook because I can install Android apps on my Chromebook. It never occurred to me. Uh, but this is this is just I'm I'm telling you what people have told me about Mario Kart Tours beta on Android. Uh, first off, we've got some screenshots, so let's take a look at these screenshots. Um, we can see here's Luigi uh, being won by somebody, and then you can see some of the racers. So uh, here you can see we've got Toad and Toadette up here at the top, and then we've got Baby Peach, Rosalina. Uh, Princess Peach, and then Metal Mario. And then down here at the bottom, we've got uh, Luigi and the Koopa Kids and then Baby Rosalina. Uh, So that's interesting. I'm not, uh, you know, we're going to come back to that screenshot in a second. Uh, We keep scrolling down. We can see a picture of some gameplay. Uh, There's a giant arrow that goes out in front. And if you're just listening to the show, I apologize. Uh, The video and of everything that I'm talking about is, um, is on my YouTube channel, so you can check it out. Um, there's like an arrow going directly out in front of you. And as you slide your thumb back and forth, that arrow will either 
curve left or right. And that's the path that the character is going to take. I, I did watch some video. I had, um, actually, let me bring up my Twitter real quick because I can't remember who it was off the top of my head. Um, it was uh, Francisco Ramos sent me some footage of the game of him playing and uh you can uh, you can see how the game plays and i think it i think it looks like it plays fun like i don't see any problem with it gameplay wise so somebody might be wondering bill how come you're disappointed well the reason i'm disappointed is is actually well there's a couple reasons i'm disappointed first off and i i kind of wrote down some notes uh while i was at lunch today reasons why I'm disappointed on this. So let me bring up my notes. I forgot. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the monetization model. I'm very, very disappointed in the monetization model that they decided to go with for this game. Now, in order to address this, I want to make sure that I am being completely fair to Nintendo, okay? Because I don't think that Nintendo did what they're doing lightly, It doesn't mean that I agree with it, but I don't think they did it without thinking about the repercussions. Nintendo brought out Super Mario Run for iOS. It it was this huge deal. Uh, You know, Tim Cook's up on stage and he's talking about video games for iOS. And then out walks Shigeru Miyamoto, you know, the man himself. All right. He walks out on stage and he has with him an iPhone that you can play Super Mario Run on, and they did like their little demo of what it's like to play Super Mario Run. He said that their 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 design for games that are to be run on your phone, they're designed for this kind of game, is they want you to be able to play it with one hand because that's how people hold their phones for the most part unless they're typing. Um they 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 tend to go portrait instead of landscape and i am fine with that i prefer to play games in portrait mode because it's easier to hold in my hand that way holding it this way that signals to everybody around me oh he's playing a game holding it this way means that you know i could be doing anything and nobody really knows what's going on uh, it's just more comfortable to hold a phone this way. So I'm all for portrait and, and, uh, Mario, uh, cart tour is in portrait mode. Um, so Nintendo brought out super Mario run and they priced it at free, right? They give you the first three levels for free. And then if you wanted to unlock the full game, you would pay $10 And Mr. Miyamoto was very, very specific about what they were doing. He said that games should have value and they don't like it. They don't like how the gaming industry, especially the mobile gaming industry, focuses so much on nickeling and diming you to death. You know, here's a little bit here. Here's a little bit here. The death of a thousand cuts where at the end of the day you spent hundreds of dollars on this game and it doesn't really feel like you got that kind of value out of it however you're not aware of how much you really spent on the game because it was at little tiny bits over time and he he kind of talked about that and i was like yeah i i totally 
agree. And I applauded Nintendo when they brought out Super Mario Run because they had a very, very good monetization model. Now, the problem with their monetization model for Super Mario Run was partly their fault, but also partly Apple's fault. Um, Apple allows anyone who has uh, bought a game to review it. Okay, so on the on the iOS App Store, you can review a game if you've bought it. That means when they downloaded Super Mario Run, the, the first three levels, the demo, like that means that they bought the game and now they can review it. The $10 DLC was too much for a lot of people because people are not willing to spend money up front for video games on their phones. And I know that there's people out there who are like me and think it's a better business model. It's better for the consumer. Not, It's definitely not better for the developer. It's worse for the developer. They will make less money. But it's better for the consumer, and I prefer that model. I know that there's people out there like me who think that way. However, the vast majority of people, if you ask them to pay for an app on their phone, they will turn up their nose, no matter how cheap. They will spend... $20 on coffee every single week. But they won't spend a dollar for an app that they use every single day. And that is just really crazy to me. So Nintendo tried that experiment and it failed. And the reason it failed is because everybody who got the game for free was able to review it. And they didn't review the game on its own merits. They reviewed the game on the fact that they didn't think the $10 price tag was was good. They would have preferred that Nintendo nickel and dime them to death rather than just say, here's the price, you pay the price, you get the whole game. And that's on us. That's our damn fault, okay? That's our fault for showing Nintendo that doing things the right way doesn't work in the world of mobile devices. So then they they brought out Animal Crossing and Fire Emblem Heroes and um, I can't remember the name of the other game. Zibit uh, Zibitazam, Dragalia Lost. Uh, they they brought out all of these games and they all had the Death of a Thousand Cuts microtransaction style mechanics. Okay, and once. Once they got a sweet of that, a taste of that sweet, sweet revenue, there's no way that they can go back. Like they're a publicly held company. Their shareholders would revolt. Their shareholders would get pitchforks and torches if Nintendo didn't try and nickel and dime people to death anymore. And Nintendo still tried to help hold back a little bit. So when the developer, because Nintendo is the publisher of Dragalia Lost, they're not the developer of that game. When the developer of Dragalia Lost was showing Nintendo all of the microtransactions and stuff, Nintendo said, I want you to dial this back. You've got too many microtransactions in there. And because of that, that company, the Psy Games, I think it is, like CY Games, they actually didn't hit their projected profit margins that that quarter because Nintendo said pull back on these microtransactions. So Nintendo was still trying to be the good guy. Well, I'm here to tell you that is over. 
Nintendo is done trying to be the good guy in the mobile space. And if you needed any evidence, it's all right here on this screenshot. Uh, and again, if you're listening to the show, I'll just describe it to you. Um, here it shows uh, there. This is a uh, you're, you're about to go into a course from the 3DS on the phone and it shows a bunch of characters on the screen. And the two characters at the top, they are Toadette and Toad, okay? And Toadette and Toad, on this particular course, they get three items. So when you hit a block, a question block, you get three items if you're Toad and Toadette. If you are Baby Peach, Rosalina, uh, Peach, or uh, Metal Mario, you get two items from a question block. And if you're Luigi um, or the Koopa Kids or Baby Rosalina, and I assume that there's more off to the side, uh, off the screen that I can't see that you would scroll by and see, uh, then you only get one op, um, op, uh, item from a question block. So depending on what level you're on, some characters are going to be more powerful than others. All right. How do you get the characters? Well, you get the characters. Are you ready for a gotcha system? And if you're not sure what that means, it's short for gachapon, which in uh, in Japan, gachapon is this. And actually, I, I did it when I was a kid. Uh, we would go to the grocery store and there, and we didn't call it gachapon because that's a Japanese thing. And over here, we just said it was the toy machine. Uh, there's like a glass box and it has a bunch of um, toys that are like little tiny toys. They're not like expensive or anything. Uh, little tiny toys in these little plastic bubbles. You put in your quarter, you turn the crank, and one of those little plastic bubbles with a with a toy in it falls out, and you get your toy, and it's random. Okay. Um, mobile games have been using gotcha mechanics for a really long time now, uh, where it's randomized what you're going to get. A very, very good example uh, is Fire Emblem Heroes, which is, I think, has already, by this point, has already earned Nintendo half a billion dollars. Half a billion with a with a friggin' B. They've earned half a billion dollars on Fire Emblem Heroes because the game is predicated predicated on whales. Uh, the in, in the mobile mobile space, uh, you developers depend on whales. These are people with buckets of cash that don't, that they have more cash than sense. And they just throw money after the, at this game over and over to try and get the thing that they want, the thing that they want, the thing that they really, really are hoping for. So maybe it's a five-star character. Maybe it's a weapon. Maybe it's something else. It doesn't matter. They're putting money in, pulling the slot. It's slot machines, basically. You pull the slot machine lever and out pops whatever uh, whatever goodie it is. And that's how you're going to unlock these characters in uh, Mario Kart Tour. In fact, the screenshot that I'm looking at right now, it shows that Luigi is a rare character. So they'll have like normal characters, rare characters, ultra rare characters, and things like that. But, you know, if you've ever played Fire Emblem Heroes, you know, you don't just get Roy. You get a two-star Roy, a three-star Roy, a five-star Roy. 
that makes sense? Like it's like you get better versions of this character. And while Mario Kart doesn't have lots and lots of characters, in fact, I think that we've got the full list, uh, which I can go through. We've got Mario, Luigi, Peach, Daisy, Toad, Toadette, Rosalina, Waluigi, Baby Peach, Baby Daisy, Baby Rosalina, Metal Mario, Larry, Lemmy, Ludwig, Dry Bones, Dry Bowser, Baby Mario, Baby Luigi, Wendy Morton, Donkey Kong, Koopa Troopa, King Boo, Shy Guy, Roy, Wario, Yoshi, and Bowser. Those are the characters, right? Well, those characters, I, I'm sure that you're going to get a two-star Mario and a three-star Mario and a four-star Mario. And what this means is that if you want to win the game, you need to have the right characters for the course. Can you win without the right characters for the course? I'm sure that you can. Will it be easier for people who have the right characters for the course? Yup. It's going to be easier. And you know what that is? That's pay to win. That's pay to win. So pay to win in Fire Emblem Heroes, I don't care about. That's a single player game. It's not a competitive game. This is a competitive multiplayer video game where you're playing online against people and it's pay to win. The person who either got lucky or threw the most money at this at this video game is going to earn or I'm sorry is going to have the highest chance of winning. Will they win every time? No, but they're going to win far more often than anybody else because they have the better character for it. When they hit that that question block, they're going to get, you know, instead of getting just just one coin, they're going to get a coin and maybe a turtle shell and maybe a banana peel. And now they're out in front and they can defend themselves for longer. This is a bad system to have in a multiplayer game. It's just absolutely bad. In every sense of the word, there's nothing good about this. This is terrible. Um, is it uh, Smash Block in chat is saying, is it multiplayer? I've heard the best, the best boasted only single player. Uh, I have heard that it does have multiplayer in it. In fact, I've seen people, I've seen footage from, um, let me click on this YouTube video real quick. Is that muted? Oh, it's already been taken down. Yeah. Uh, so the video has already been taken down. I've seen footage of somebody loading up a game and when they loaded up a game, um, it loaded in a bunch of people and some, and it had like usernames instead of like Mario and Luigi and stuff. Um, the beta is single player. I guess the released version will be multi. I'm I'm almost positive that I, I think you have to play a certain number of races in order to play against other people. Pakio, I could be wrong though, but it is a multiplayer game. Um, 99% sure that it's a multiplayer game, and because it's multiplayer, pay to win is it's a sin. You don't you don't want that in your damn game. It's going to give people an advantage and it's unfair and it's just not cool. Uh, sound bad enough? Well, we're not done yet. The game also has time gates. So when you unlock a track, now you have to wait for that track to be built. Or, of course, you can throw money at that and have the track built faster. Okay. Uh, it also has stamina. So you can only race so many times in a day. 
And if you want to race again, you have to pay money. Now, of the three things, the thing that bothers me the least is the is the uh, pay to unlock something faster. Like, that doesn't bother me nearly as much. The gotcha mechanic is really bad. But to have all three in one game, this is a disaster. And I have, I, I have zero interest in Mario Kart Tour. I will check it out because I do a Nintendo podcast. But, I mean, first of all, it's not made for me. I don't play games on my phone, really. I very much prefer to play games with physical buttons. But everything about this is just bad. Anyway, let's take a second and talk about something good. We'll hear from our sponsors and we'll come back after that and we'll find out what besides Marvel uh, is coming to the Switch. Hello, look. Hey, listen. Oh man, you know, you you guys have heard me talk a bunch about DC Universe uh, or about MMOs and how they're not on the Switch and I just love MMOs. Well, DC Universe Online is coming to the Switch this summer. So it, not just marvel ultimate alliance 3 now all your comic book fantasies can be uh can can be reached uh by playing either dc universe online or marvel ultimate alliance now dc universe online is free to play uh you can join this is uh this is from the their press release uh it's free to play join thousands of other players in a massive online action game set in the popular dc comics universe Create and customize your own powerful hero or villain and experience true action combat as you fight alongside the legendary characters such as Batman, Superman, the Joker, and Lex Luthor. Uh, Become part of our thriving community at dcuniverseonline.com. Please note the download could take several hours, but it's worth the wait. Okay, this game didn't appeal to me very much, but what I did play of it was pretty fun. It's It's a good game. Uh, I don't like the UI, uh, but it is a good game, and it's coming, um, just says this summer. We don't really know. Uh, I, I'm excited because it's an MMO on the Switch, and this the Switch is a place where very, very few MMOs exist. Most of them only in Japan, so I think that this is good for everybody, Um Misfit in chat says, I wonder if there's cross progression or if I can take my characters from other consoles. Now, I don't have an answer for you. And the reason, excuse me, the reason I don't have an answer for you is because they didn't really say much about it. Now, I would assume that cross play or cross progression from the PlayStation uh, version of the game to the Nintendo Switch, probably not possible. And I don't know if it has cross-play between the PC and the consoles. Uh, So I'm not sure. That's a really good question. And if you know the answer, you can let us know uh, here at the show by tweeting at me at RunJumpStomp. Use the hashtag NintendoSwitchCraft and let us know if the game has cross-play or cross-progression uh, currently with between console and PC. If you're playing on the P- PS4 and then going to switch over to the Switch, I I think you'll probably have to start over just because, um, what's the name of the company? Uh, Daybreak Studios. They're the company that made the game. 
they don't have the clout that Epic Games does to force PlayStation into doing the right thing. Uh, so I, I, I doubt that we're going to see that. Sorry for all the clicks. I was closing some windows. All right. Uh, let's talk about EA. EA is bringing out uh, or, or is kind of screwed over uh, FIFA players over and over again. Uh, FIFA is uh, the soccer game on Nintendo Switch, and I, I don't play uh, FIFA. I've never played FIFA. Well, I think I played FIFA back on like the Genesis. Like that's how far back I played FIFA. Uh, but I, I, I'm not a huge fan of soccer to begin with. And I don't, I don't like sports really at all. So it's not like my kind of thing, but EA on the switch has just over and over dropped the ball. Sorry for the metaphor or the it wasn't supposed to be a pun, but they've dropped the ball on the Switch version over and over. The first version that came out, it was missing some, uh, some like the simplest of matchmaking stuff. Uh, then FIFA 19 came out, and that one actually had an ad. There was an ad that had, I'm trying to find, um, there was an ad that, that, that said that there was a certain mode that was coming to the Switch. Okay, uh, the switch is this. Or, or I'm sorry. This mode is like this squad building challenge where you have to. It's called the FIFA Ultimate Team, uh, and basically, it's on the PS4 and Xbox One. And they they did an ad that said it was coming to the Nintendo Switch, but now they've taken down that ad, and basically they're not bringing Ultimate Team to the Switch. And there's an EA rep that that posted to EA's forum. They said. This SBC was not intended to be available for the Switch. As such, the advertising panel for the SBC uh, has been removed accordingly. Okay, well then you shouldn't have put it up to begin with. And honestly, why can't the Switch get the same uh, the same mode? This particular mode is not about graphics. It's not about graphics. So... It's just so lame that they're doing this. Uh, EA, again, they they just don't understand that Switch customers want to be treated the same as everybody else, and EA just doesn't get it. Uh, Anyway, let's move on and talk about the Nintendo download. Uh, This is every week on Thursdays. Nintendo posts the Nintendo download to their uh, press site. I log in. I copy it, put it on my website, and and so you guys can always find the Nintendo download on Thursdays at runjumpstomp.com. Nintendo is highlighting certain games that are coming out. So let's talk about games that are coming out in the near future. Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons is coming out on May 28th. Uh, Speaking of MMOs, Sword Art Online Hollow Realization Deluxe Edition. (laughs) I love Japanese companies when they name stuff. It's just so stupid sometimes. Um, is uh, 20, uh, the May 24th, that game is coming out. Looks just like an MMO. I've never played it, so I'm assuming it is an MMO just from this screenshot alone. The screenshot screams MMO. It's got like hot bars and a, and a, 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 chat, a chat window. 
Uh, other games that are coming out back in 1995 is coming out on the 24th. Among the Sleep is coming out on the 29th. Battle Worlds Chronos on the 28th. Uh, Chime Sharp is on the 28th. Crystal Crisis is coming out on the 28th as well. I have a review code for Crystal Crisis. I've not played it yet. Uh, hopefully I can get that done as soon as possible. Uh, Happy Words is on the 29th. Lapis X Labyrinth is coming out on the 28th. Um, I'm still under embargo for that. Uh, I haven't played very much of it, but I did post about 20 minutes of footage on my YouTube channel. So make sure that you check out my YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash run jump stomp. Uh, if you really liked Nintendogs on the 3DS, then hung, uh, wait, where'd it go? Little Friends Dogs and Cats is coming out on the 28th. It looks like a ripoff of that. And uh, Terra Tech is May 29th, and Super Tennis Blast is the 24th. There's a bunch of other stuff on the Nintendo downloads, so make sure that you check that out. Again, over at runjumpstomp.com. Let's uh, take a quick break, and when we come back, we will do the lightning round. When you've lost your last man, hold A and B to continue where you left off. Do this before the title screen appears. All right, we are coming up on 30 minutes, so I'm going to lightning round the rest of this. Team Sonic Racing does not have the opening movie included in the Nintendo Switch version. Now, this is just the opening movie not really that big a deal but why would they take it out maybe it was to save space i don't know i just think it's kind of lame again treat switch owners the same way that you treat everybody else it's just kind of a weird uh, a, a weird decision uh baldo which you might think is is a game about me but it's not is it a game about a bald per- person no it's a it's it's like some kind of Zelda clone. If you're if you're a fan of top-down Zelda games, it's not Jebro Unity either. I'm sorry. Uh this looks really cool. Uh got a cool cel-shaded aspect to it. Uh and the combat doesn't particularly look great, but the like I like the the art a lot and it's got a lot of uh like Zelda-style puzzle solving. I'm trying to find a good uh, video or, or a moment of gameplay for that. I love the art style for this, but it's got like Zelda style puzzle solving. So that is is called Baldo uh, for the Nintendo Switch, and that is coming out. Let's see when it's coming out. Uh, we don't know when it's coming out, but it's coming to PS4, PC, and Nintendo Switch. Uh, there's a very cool video that I found on YouTube. It's called The Birth of Mother, A Melody of Love. If, you, if you're like me, you, you've, you've probably played a little tiny bit of Earthbound and not much else. And I want to play more Earthbound, but I just never have time with all of the new stuff that's coming. But Earthbound actually wasn't the first game in the series. The first game in the series was Mother, and it was made... Uh, by this guy who used to be an advertising executive in Japan, and he was like really sick and stuck in bed and played his Famicom all the time and fell in love with video games and decided to pitch Nintendo a game. And this video kind of takes, it's like a short 15 minute video, and it takes you through the process of what what it was like to make that game for uh, for the Nintendo Entertainment System, even though it never that version of the game never came to the U.S. until the Wii U 
when it came to the U.S. as Earthbound Beginnings. Uh, so anyway, it's a cool video. Check the show notes, runjumpstomp.com, and you can uh, uh, you can see uh, you can check out the video there. All right, let's 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 check the feedback. Last week, last week, last episode on Tuesday. I asked a question. I said, how many of you are going to buy the Switch controller from PDP that has the headphone jack? Reply with your reasons. And uh, I got a lot of people that that uh, that talked to me about this. And we had 84% of people who responded said, no, they are not buying it. Only 16% said yes. Uh, Joe Walker says, I've been screwed over too many times by third-party gear over the years. Only stick to official controllers now, no matter what system. Lawworthy said he's not interested in something wired, and my current home setup satisfies me, satisfies my needs if I have to wear headphones. Um, let's see. Julian Sharp says it's not wireless and no interest in voice chat. Uh, Pawn says I, I'm not buying it because I find it unnecessary and I have other controllers that do what I need. Angie says, no wired controllers for me. Plus, I don't play any games on Switch that needs or has chat. Uh, Rascal says, the PDP controller doesn't make voice chat any better, and it isn't wireless. We got a bunch of other responses as well. I'm not going to go through all of them, but there you have it. It seems like the PDP controller, not great, although it's only $25, so I'm still on the fence about it. I mean, if you need a a player 2, it's got a 10-foot cord, by the way. Uh, if you need a player two controller and you want them to have like the same controller as you on the pro controller, then it seems like the cheapest option because the, the pro is uh, pretty expensive. Uh, so I can see why people might not want it. All right. I think it's time to button this up. We are past a half an hour. Let's let's uh, wrap everything up now. Martial arts action continues with all new weapons, characters, and street fighting moves against the world's most awesome villains. Double Dragon 3 from Acclaim. The action keeps coming. The action keeps coming. Become a part of the community over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. You can also watch the show live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Get a hold of me at runjumpstomp on Twitter. Use the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft because I've got multiple shows. Speaking of multiple shows, if you want to check out my other shows, and you should, you should check those out. They are found over at runjumpstomp.com slash shows. In a couple of hours, I will be recording an episode of Run Jump Stomp with Brian Dunaway from The Boop Show. He's an awesome dude, and I think we're going to have a lot of fun talking about video games. And tomorrow, I've got an episode of Run Jump Stomp coming out where I interviewed David Brevik, the creator of of Diablo. That's right, the original Diablo. So make sure that you guys check out that podcast and you can also see the video over at my YouTube channel. If you want to support the show, super easy. runjumpstompcom slash thank you. The music you're about to hear is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. Find their music on YouTube. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I will see you all next time. Until then, bye-bye! Bye-bye!